Cast the line. Thank you so much to Joshua Caldwell for joining us today. Joshua is the director and producer of a fantastic new film called Mending the Line that I enjoyed quite a bit and I just had to share it with the rest of our audiences. So Joshua, thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. So it's obvious. I loved the film. And lately I've been asked to watch or review a lot of films that I didn't love. So it was such a breath of fresh air. And the thing that struck me above all things about your film that I think so many filmmakers get wrong is you didn't create a film about veterans to entertain other demographics. It really felt like you created a film for veterans and it's not entertainment, it's art. And it felt like mercy. Do you have any response to that, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the way I looked at it was you know, how do we got to get this right? You know, um, I felt challenged by the veterans that I spoke to, you know, who told me, oh, I can't watch movies about the military or about veterans or anything like that because they're all fake and I, I can't buy into it. And I said, okay, challenge accepted. Let's see if I can make one that that does connect with with the experiences you've had. And that came down to us doing our research and talking to as many people as we could and sort of trying to stay away from, you know, movie moments, so to speak. Um, and you know, it helps that like our movie is not about the war. It's not about, you know, a very, a combat situation. It's really about a post combat, you know, experience for veterans. And that's a story that largely has not been told. And so, you know, I, I think really at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, a desire to do right and do honor to the sacrifice that so many veterans, you know, both men and women have, have shown for this country. And so, you know, in the same way, it was very important to us that we get the fly fishing right, you know, and we do, we create as accurate of a portrayal of that part as well, because the way I looked at it, if you, if you mess up the veteran military aspect and you mess up the fly fishing, <laughs> who's, who's going to support the film, you know, um, and I think that was really what we wanted to do. We wanted to make a movie that we knew that veterans and the fly fishing community could get behind and support. That's awesome. And is there naturally a big overlap of those two groups? There's a pretty significant overlap. I mean, you know, a lot of fly fishing companies, you'll see them uh, be very supportive of veterans, you know, providing uh, military discounts, um, you know, supporting organizations like Warriors at Quiet Waters, um, which helps post 9-11 combat veterans find peace on the water through fly fishing. Um, wow. So uh, companies like Sims and Sage provide all the rods and reels and waders and boots at free of charge to the veterans participating in those programs, and they get to keep them and uh, continue their fly fishing journey. And so I think if you if you delve into, especially in the outdoor space, so many outdoor brands recognize um, that, you know, veterans and active duty military are core constituents and core customers and, um, you know, want to support that. So, yes, it is very much an overlapping demographic for sure. Fantastic. Yeah. And you really, sorry, is that okay noise wise? In the background for you yeah it's okay for me <laughs> fine for me uh you really get that sense and so i took some time to study a bit of your background and your filmography and i don't know your personal life but the feeling that i got was that this might be perhaps your most personal project to date because from what i can tell you love fishing yes i'm yeah i'm a huge fly fisherman i'm not a veteran i i've never served 
<laughs> I, I've never, you know, experienced that whole thing. My grandfather was in the Navy. He retired as a commander, but he flew um, A6s off carriers during the Korean War. And early on, you know, I was super inspired by him and and being a naval aviator and really actually wanted to be a naval aviator for a, for a long time when I was younger. Um, I had a whole plan about how I was going to go become a pilot. And um, my unfortunately, my eyesight basically killed that. And I said, well, mm -hmm. maybe I could go tell stories about these guys. And so I've always had tremendous respect for uh, the military. I count among my friends a number of, of veterans and, and some still active duty uh, members, some of whom I met on this film. Um, and then as a fly fisherman, yeah, like I've been fly fishing for about six years now, and I've just become incredibly passionate about the sport and really supportive of the sort of therapeutic value that this sport can bring to people that are really, um, you know, suffering from uh, trauma, from post-traumatic stress, um, you know, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. I mean, and, and by the way, it's not limited to veterans, right? You've got groups like Casting for Recovery, which bring women that have, um, you know, had breast cancer, bring and maybe all kinds of cancer, I can't remember, but like, you know, they bring them out to the water. And so, yeah, I mean, it's become a very personal film because uh, for all of us involved, you know, all of the producers have some kind of tie to it. You know, Stephen, Camille, Stephen Camilio's dad um, was a Vietnam veteran. He passed away from cancer as a result of Agent Orange exposure during Vietnam. Um, and he really wrote this as a love letter to his dad. Uh, Kelly McKendry, one of our producers, like she was a Navy, you know, our, sorry, not Navy brat. She was an Army brat, um, and her father was stationed at West Point. Uh, Scott McLeod is a is an Army veteran, and so you know we've got a lot of um, people that really came out and supported this movie for the right reasons and want really wanted to make it and do service to the veterans. But I can certainly say that. Like, you know, when I started out making this film, um, my wife told me that I really needed to make this movie with heart. And so I took that to heart and and that became the mantra of the entire crew that we really wanted to tell an emotional, engaging and heartfelt story of resilience and overcoming trauma in all its forms. And so, you know, that's what we set out to do. And, really and I hope that's something we achieved. It comes through in the performances. It really does. There's an incredible tenderness that I think wouldn't be able to be accomplished by those who are just sympathetic, but it has to be those who, like you said, have that real life connection to it that's only ever really expressed in true empathy. And you can tell that these actors and actresses and the entire creative team have real life earned empathy. It really comes across in just gorgeous performances. And something that was a real standout for me, actually, because you had so many of these beautiful, sweeping nature shots, was the score. It was beautiful. Yeah. The music, who did that? So that was, a, the score was composed by Bill Brown, who's um, a composer I've worked with on four of my five features now, and a number of shorts. He and I met back when he was the composer for CSI New York. And I was working for Anthony. No wonder I liked it. <laughs> yeah, but it's totally different. It's completely different, right? Um, yeah. And and a lot of the work Bill and I have done was much more in sort of the electronic, you know, um, uh, atmospheric world, because we just didn't have really a movie that required themes, right? Mm -hmm. In orchestral music until this one. And from the beginning, 
you know, I said to Bill, like, we're going to do, we're going to do a, a thematic orchestral score here. And he was super excited. So, you know, um, he and I have a really fantastic working relationship. And, and again, this is like an indie film. We do not have a massive budget. We did not have like, you know, a studio size budget to make this film. We had, didn't even have as much as River Runs Through It had back in 1991. And, and Bill is a guy that I trust to do you know, really big sweeping stuff with very limited resources. And he, he pulled through. And I think that that's, I've always believed and seen the score as half the film. Like I can do my job as a director and, and, you know, my cinematographer can do her job as the visuals and we can tell those performances, but if that score is off or not there, or even not, you know, not working, it just doesn't work at all, and so I think the the beauty of of Bill's work and his um, you know approach is that he really understands the sort of emotionality of of the film and doesn't push it too far into saccharine or cheesy. Right? It's not it, it, emotional it, it, for emotional it, it, sake. Yeah, it's emotional because that's what you're experiencing, and we wanted the film to feel very uplifting and hopeful and positive. Right? Like, I mean. I just made a movie. I mean, my previous movie was not a positive movie, but it was intentionally that way. It was supposed to yes. divide you. It was supposed to point a finger at you. Um, but, but mending the line was not that right. And I felt like, you know, we as a collective, um, you know, civilization have just come through a very traumatic couple of years. Um, and the ways in which it's impacted us may not be even, we might not even be aware of it, you know, and yet, so I, I felt like it was the right movie at the right time to tell a story about resilience and about hope and about, um, you know, sort of uh, the ways in which we can sort of address and heal ourselves from the events of the past. I love that. I totally agree. And for me, life is all about finding that balance between mercy and justice. I think you're right. We're having a bit of a mercy deficit. And so that's why I think films like yours are so important. Where can people go watch the film and when is it out? So I'm really, really excited that the film is getting an exclusive theatrical uh, release. Um, so many films this this day and age, you know, especially independent ones, are given day and date releases, which you know um, means the theatrical component is not really as big of a deal as as the digital. But in our case, people are going to get to see this in theaters and get to see it first, and it's pretty much in every state across the country. Um, and you know, we're adding theaters daily. You can certainly go request theaters. You know, if you Google Blue Fox Entertainment. Uh, mending the line, it'll take you to the film's, uh, you know, uh, webpage where you can check local listings. I think most of the theater times will be out by Wednesday um, of the week of release. And uh, yeah, so June 9th is the day that it comes out. It'll be playing for weeks. We encourage everyone to go see it beyond the fact that, you know, we want people to see the film um, and we want the message of, of sort of veterans and, and post-traumatic stress and healing and all that stuff to get out there for an independent film. You know, it's also important that people see it in the theaters. Like if you want more films like this support it, right. Because then they're going to be inclined to copy it and make more films like this. Right. And so, um, you know, we'd love to have people support throughout our theatrical campaign. And we're very, very excited for blue Fox entertainment to take a chance on a movie like this and put it out in theaters where I think like, especially as a filmmaker, the immersion that you're going to get from watching this film in a theater is going to be completely different from watching it on a television or a computer screen. So um, totally you know, really encourage people to get out and see in the theater, get a babysitter, 
make it a, make it a date night. Um, you know, it'll be a really, uh, impactful experience for you. I'm sure. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to go see I'm going to take my parents to go see it. They're going to love it. So I can't wait to go see it. I encourage anyone who is a veteran, a fisherman or woman, or just someone who really believes in and wants to vote towards mercy and hope to go see this fantastic film. Joshua, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it.